This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Why do you keep accusing me of this fraudulently and falsely? Why are you trying to slander my good name? I am not afraid of my own penis. Steve-O, you need to take advantage of this. Uh, You're scared of your own penis because it's so massively large. So you think I get up in the middle of the night, look down at my crotch and scream? (laughs) Yeah, that's why Xavier always wakes up at night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that's what that screaming was whenever I heard you when I was sleeping in your place. Yeah, no, it's absolutely not me, like, thinking about a horror movie or slamming my knee on something. No, it's me thinking or looking at and being afraid of my own penis. Why did you suddenly become Italian at the end of that? (laughs) That was unintentional. Please continue. (laughs) Apparently, I'm Italian when I'm sarcastic and I'm a furry when I sneeze. You're furry when you sneeze. Because I say achoo-woo-woo. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 12. Super hilarious, mega funny intro bumper or whatever. sex rules because it's man stimulating his body in the way God intended. Well, yes, that too. I will turn off you, you. <laughs> Not chancing another 30 or 40 minute long match? Uh, no. I can start up the Goliath. Not usually that one that went literally 40 minutes. That was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Anyways, you guys ready to go live? Yeah. Yes, I'm ready. I, I have been recording. Oh, fantastic. So I can just cut in wherever. I'll start at the Yu-Gi-Oh spot. Yeah, you can start at the Yu-Gi-Oh spot. Yeah. Is it next to the prostate? It's about a single Yu-Gi-Oh card's length inside the urethra. Oh. How far inside? Okay, you know, I don't want to ask how far inside because that also implies the existence and usage of measuring catheters. Like I said, it's about a Yu-Gi-Oh card's <laughs> length inside the urethra. Well, what happens when they summon Exodia inside your urethra? Does it just explode like an overcooked hot dog? My man, that's a bad time. <laughs> this is Friday Night Fan Fiction. I'm your host, Steve-O. Joining me tonight are only Logan and Sean. David is out and Val is out, but we do have our guest coming. There is an announcement we're making. I'll try and read this verbatim from what we posted to the patrons. Read it as Homestar Runner. Okay, of no, course. No, please don't. No, it's supposed to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. this is Steve-O speaking. Well, Sean is taking care of the majority of social media presence. The Patreon updates has all been me. Yeah, it's always been you because you refuse to give anyone else access. <laughs> yeah. I, we can't, we, we're not eligible for the Teams thing. Just give us the password, you jackass. <laughs> if you've been listening to season 12 at all, you've noticed that things have been pretty inconsistent with having all of the hosts available, with consistently broadcasting every week on Wednesday outside of breaks, getting the editing done on time and putting episodes out. It's been rougher for season 12 than I expected it to be. And I don't really think it's fair to our community in general to continue to produce the show with the old time expectations and turnaround, not just for myself, but also for the other hosts involved. So 
we are going to be making some changes to FNF going forward. Now, this is not a cancellation. We're not stopping the show. We're doing a hiatus and then making some changes to make sure that there's a good balance between the effort going into the show and stress and our actual lives. The first point is at the end of season 12, which should be mid to late May, we will be converting our Patreon from a monthly subscription format to a per episode format. This means that I don't have to pause the Patreon every time we go on a summer break or winter break or if we don't produce enough content per month that I feel the money isn't warranted. I understand that the Patreon was started so that people who wanted to contribute to us and support the show could do so. Not necessarily tied to content production, but still, I feel bad taking money when we're not meeting the expectations that we had originally set out. That also gives us a little bit more flexibility to do one-off sessions in case the Wednesday nights at 7.30 doesn't work on a given week. The Patreon on the per-episode format will have the same names and levels, but different charging costs. Smut Secretaries will be a dollar per episode, Genital Guardians will be $2 per episode, and Bullgate Beneficiaries will be $3 per episode. I don't expect to come out with more than one to two episodes a month, even after summer break. So three to six dollars max per month if you go Bullgate Beneficiary, unless you put in a number higher than that. If you don't like these changes to the Patreon, by all means, go ahead and cancel your membership. We appreciate and have appreciated any level of support for any amount of time. There's no hard feelings. The format makes me feel better on the whole in terms of what we're making. Over the summer, as we take our break, we do plan to continue to do at least something on Wednesday nights. Most likely won't happen every week. So you'll probably see people hanging out on Wednesdays. We want to try and keep the routine going, at least through the summer, to see how things bode in the fall. After the summer ends, and as the COVID situation progresses, we will evaluate our ability to return in the fall. We are (laughs) guaranteed to not be recording on a weekly basis. And when we do record, there is no turnaround guarantee for editing time anymore. I won't be able to do it within the week and a half timeline that I've typically set out. And honestly, that's been one of the bigger pressures is getting the editing done. I We have had the discussion of looking into getting an editor besides myself, something that I'm not comfortable with. The editing portion is absolutely something I don't want to let go. It is my own personal touch that gets added to each episode. Also, talking about work schedules... All of the hosts have had varying degrees of unavailability due either to school, to work, to physical exhaustion, to stress. It's just easier for us to be able to work with only an episode or two per month. And if we have to take an extra month or two after summer to continue to get our bearings, then we're going to do that. The last part, and it does break my heart to have to make this change, for the past 11 of the 12 seasons, guests have been an integral part of the show. Some of our fondest memories and best comedy bits have come out with fanfic readers who are guesting. Unfortunately, at this point in the show, having guests is really not tenable. Just a little beyond what we're capable of compensating for. I don't want to deal with episodes that take three months to get out just because there was a minor audio issue on someone's end. I don't want 
an episode with a guest to be scrapped because we won't have time to compensate for issues. For now, from season 13 onward, there will be no regular guest submission and appearance. We'll disclose more of that as the discussions continue, but as of right now, we just won't be able to make it work. So thank you to everybody who's ever wanted to be a guest, has been a guest, has been a recurring guest, has submitted fanfic. Thank you. And I'm sorry that we are making this change. We may eventually change it back. I don't know. I really can't put into words how much this podcasting fanfic journey has meant to me and all of us here at FNF. Initially, I thought about just stopping the show cold turkey at the end of 12 seasons, but I don't see my life without FNF in it in some way. Thank you very much to the community. Thank you very much to the hosts. Thank you very much to the guests, the fanfic submitters, everyone. If you have any questions or... Daddy Stevo needs to hire an editor. No, <laughs> not happening. It's my thing, man. I'm not going to let it go. I'm starting tonight off reading, of all things, an article from sfgate.com. It's called, If you're against permanent daylight savings time, you could go to hell. SFGate columnist Drew Maggery doesn't want to hear your objections to permanent daylight savings time. And the image is a laughing Marco Rubio and Sibiotone with a bunch of fucking clocks. I just wish they had <laughs> abolished daylight savings time in time for Time Cube Guy to see it. It would have been so powerful for him to see that he was still entirely wrong. No, he was right. <laughs> Gene Ray just didn't go far enough. We all know it's Time Sphere. <laughs> Or are you saying it's a rolling time slot? There are infinite facets of time all being experienced by different people. <laughs> okay, why are you going galaxy brain? Let me continue reading about why daylight savings time sucks. Every time a piece of good news lands on my desk, I don't trust it. I eye it with grave suspicion as if a wolf just showed up at my door dressed like Marissa Miller asking me out for coffee. Tell me the sun is shining, and I assume that just means Vladimir Putin is about to bomb it. So you'll understand why I'm still skeptical that the Senate, the United States Senate, did a good thing earlier this week by unanimously passing a law drafted by Florida Senator Marco Rubio. Double exclamation points. Marco Rubio is the one who suggested this? He is the one that drafted the bill for it. Oh, no. <laughs> this definitely has to do with the fact that he is pro-disclosure and thinks that Daylight Savings Time is a psyop by the Illuminati to drain us of our organ energy. Oh, don't speak these things into existence, Logan. I'm sorry. That's just true. It's facts. These are things he believes. I want to read fanfic. <laughs> You're up next with Martin Luther King Jr. Gets Busy with the Green M&M by Hitler the Duck. Thank you. Summary, Martin Luther King has a dream of a world where blacks and whites can live in harmony. He meets a candy lady who says she can help make that happen. Chapter 1, Martin Luther King Jr. gets busy with the green M&M. It's weird to see someone just call him Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Dr. Martin had just finished giving yet another inspirational speech. As a deity, you still have to give proper reverence as opposed to this author who is clearly on a closer level with the doctor. Oh, no, no. He's being <laughs> irreverent. And for this, he shall be punished. <laughs>
give yet another inspirational speech to the people about blacks and whites living together in peace and harmony. And now he was on his way home. But first, he wanted to get some candy. Mm. Me too, man. Me too. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. went over to a candy store in the area and looked over all the candies. They all looked good, but he was really in the mood for some M&Ms. Sean, when were M&Ms invented? M&Ms were invented in 1941. M&Ms were Martin's constant companion throughout all the hardships in his life, and his obsession with the candy stayed with him into his adult years. He placed the pack on the counter, paid the nice man, and left the store. Boy, I sure do love M&Ms, said <laughs> Martin Luther, a completely different historical figure. This is the man who nailed that shit on that church. <laughs> he wanted to wait until he got home, but just couldn't help himself. He just had to have a few on his way there. He tore open the brown packet, but instead of finding M&Ms, a blinding flash of green energy shot up into the sky, which forced Martin to shield his eyes. Wait, uh, the radioactive flash is a nuclear mass goes critical. Uh, I thought Cherenkov was subcritical. Um, also, Cherenkov radiation is blue. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I'm sorry, I'm getting it mentally confused with the gamma rays from the Incredible Hulk. Ah, yes. <laughs> and Half-Life. It's weird the things you find out when you're Googling things for painting. You've painted a nuclear reactor before. I'm currently in the process of painting a nuclear-powered dragon. All right, I need some fucking pictures of this, like, right now. It's very, very in progress, but like I'm saying, man, you need to play Kingdom Death with me. I just need more time in general, so does somebody want to clone me? Can we use the Cherenkov radiation from the reactor to do that? steve would even let his own clone edit the show. <laughs> Martin then unshielded his eyes and saw a woman standing in front of him. This wasn't a regular woman, though. She had green skin, an ovular body, dark green lips, black eyebrows, which just seemed to float in the air, skin-colored arms and legs, and black eyes. <laughs> She also had a big white M on the front of her belly. The M stands for machine, as in fuck machine. <laughs> the green M&M <laughs> then posed seductively and winked at Martin. The very second that Martin laid his eyes on her, he forgot all about the race war. <laughs> <laughs> his troubles, even his own name, all that mattered now was... Now to him. Now to him was getting inside of this sexy M&M. Oh no, you're gonna crack her. I did not think ahead when I said crack her on a fucking fanfic about Martin Yeah, you're gonna get fucking banned from Twitch. <laughs> yeah. The green M&M seemed like she knew exactly what Martin was thinking and spread her legs open. Martin immediately pounced on that <laughs> chocolate coochie and it was the best feeling in the world for him. It was like a whole new world of pleasure had just been opened up to him and he was going to explore everything inside this brave new world. This experience was so exciting that the members of the KKK started breakdancing to the awesome grooves that Martin's love juices were producing. Hold on a second. Wait, wasn't him cheating on his wife one of the things that the FBI tried to blackmail him for to convince him to commit suicide? I thought it was the CIA that mainly targeted one of the shadow organizations. I don't fucking remember which government <laughs> shadow organization really fucking hated him. Uh, Probably both. Yeah. Anyways, back to the candy fucking. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Martin climaxed inside the green M&M, but he didn't just gain <laughs> pleasure Martin, from that. Logan, Dr. Martin. He didn't just gain pleasure from that. He also gained new reality-bending powers. Blue lightning energy shot from Dr. Martin's fingertips. There's the fucking Cherenkov radiation coming from his fucking finger. I feel great power flowing through me. No, oh, he's a Sith Lord now. <laughs> yes, Martin. By coming inside me, you've unlocked your hidden potential. Said the green M&M. All right, so is that the voice you think the green M&M has, or is that the voice you think Tucker Carlson thinks the green M&M has? No, that's the voice of the green M&M from the TV. I'm having a hard time buying that. My lovely M&M, <laughs> with this new power you've given me, I will stop racism once and for all. Suddenly, a group of breakdancing Ku Klux Klan members appeared in front of Martin, all of them doing sick-ass dance move in perfect sync. While they were dancing, a Klan member wearing a purple glittery Klan uniform appeared, pulled out an electric guitar, and started shredding on it while the rest of the Klan members continued breakdancing. Does anybody else get, like, hints of Babatello, the best turtle, from this? I was actually thinking this was more like a fight from Yakuza. <laughs> Oh no, it's the breakdancing clan members. Their leader, wearing a red clan uniform, then put his hand in the air, signaling for the others to cease, which they did. The red clan leader and Martin Luther King Jr. stared each other down before Dr. Martin broke the silence. Have you come here to challenge me and my beloved? Asked Dr. Martin. No. As a matter of fact, your love of the green M&M has touched our hearts and we've decided that we want to help you achieve your dreams, Martin Sama, said the clan leader. Oh. So, what this fic is trying to portray is that um, the love between a well-educated black man and a green M&M was so powerful that racist white people realized that racism is bad? Yeah. It's what Pepsi couldn't do. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I really should have handed more Pepsis to more police officers trying to brutalize people just trying to protest. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you're up. The Red Klansman then extended his hand out in friendship, and Dr. Martin Luther, being the swell guy he is, took his hand immediately. Their handshake created fireworks which shot into the sky, while the sparkling purple Klansman began shredding on his guitar once again to commemorate the alliance between the two former adversaries. After their badass handshake was over, the Red Klansman asked, So now what? Now we must put a stop to racism for all time, said Dr. Martin. How do we do that? It's actually quite simple, really. Our real enemy isn't the KKK, slavery, or the North. Our real enemy <laughs> is the very concept of racism itself, said Dr. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Why would the North be the enemy? <laughs> you noticed that too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a mistake. Well, let's chalk that up to left hand writing because of how hot the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Green M&M sex scene was. Also, no, disambiguity. I don't think there's a Pepsi Man police protester Kendall Jenner crossover fic out there. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Everyone was in complete silence until one clansman, wearing a white uniform, asked, What do you intend on doing? Dr. Martin responded without missing a beat. We're going to find the concept of racism, and then we're going to kill it. Logan, did you write this? 
no. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd suggest finding the concept of racism and killing it. If I had that power, I would have done that a long time ago. I can't manipulate human nature. Shit. Here I was thinking you always looked at us with those fucking green diamonds above our heads to do your every whim, and then you make us stuck in a bathroom with no doors. No, but that is funny. I should do that more often. <laughs> I'll be sure to uh, glue green diamonds to people's heads in the compound. <laughs> Pull the ladder out of the pool. The clansman asked, how do we do that? Martin's uh, Dr. Martin's eyes, sorry, then started oozing blue fire like this. Dr. Martin then opened a green portal in the middle of the road. When we enter this portal, we will leave this dimension and be able to kill the concept of racism. Are you all in? Duh. The green Eminem then kissed Mar Dr. Martin on the lips <laughs> and said, My love, I'll do it for you. The KKK then all pumped their fists in the air and yelled, Where with you too, Martin Chan? You can do that voice way too well, sir. It's almost as if I'm driving in the back roads of Carroll County. Dr. Martin smiled. Then let's go. They all then jumped into the portal to seek their destiny. Dot, dot, dot. The concept of racism, <laughs> being capitalized, no less, was in his house cooking a pork roast in the oven while also plotting on how to increase the racism levels in the world when suddenly a fist emerged from nowhere <laughs> and socked the concept of racism, not capitalized, in the face, causing him to fall on the floor and cough, up orange blood, teeth, and an eyeball. The concept of racism, capitalized, looked up and saw Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. standing before him, along with the green M&M and an army of KKK members. The concept just smiled and said, So, Martin-sama... You finally showed up to challenge me in my own realm. I should have known that you'd do anything to make your dream come true. But do you really think you can take me on with just some KKK members and an overrated candy? I don't remember where we did our candy rankings, but I'm pretty sure we all felt very middling about M&Ms. Did we do a candy ranking? We did last episode. Wait, last episode oh no we we're just talking about candy we didn't oh no we just talked them. about candy for like an hour i already got the shipment and i've got the e-fruity pizza gummies i got the nerds rope for the shibari i got the andes and the york mints fun dip and i think i need to make another order of tootsie pops anyways we're good on rations at least until we die of diabetes yeah but no we did not do a candy ranking no we should do that yeah, we can do candy at the end of the episode. Okay, great. Sure. Dr. Martin just laughed and then said, Yes. Fuck yes. The two teams stared each other down for what seemed like an eternity until one of the clansmen fired a starting pistol into the air and all hell broke loose. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. exchanged lightning fast punches with the concept of racism, not capitalized, while the purple clansmen shredded on his guitar and the rest of the clan were breakdancing. Give it up, Luther. Racism can't be killed as long as it lives in the hearts of men. Said the concept of racism, not capitalized, as he blocked more of Dr. Martin Luther's punches. And you're up, Steve-o. Dr. Martin Luther created a green energy spark in his hand and said, You're wrong. 
I'll empty that racism from their hearts and replace it with delicious marshmallow cream filling. Oh no, that's how I died. with was delicious marshmallow cream filling into my heart. And then Dr. Martin fired green electricity, which managed to hit the concept dead on, damaging him further. The green M&M then teleported behind the concept of racism and stabbed him in the back with a knife made of pure energy. Is this fucking Kingdom Hearts? Sounds like it. No, I can actually follow along with the plot. Did I ever make it out of Traverse Town? Yes, I did. I made it to Tarzan and then got confused. You say Traverse Town? Yeah, Traverse Town. Traverse. Traverse. I thought it was Creavers. <laughs> Creavers Town. Creavers Town. That's the name of the compound, Creavers Town. We have to put it on there for oh, tax reasons. <laughs> absolutely, yes. The abuse didn't stop there as the purple clan member stopped playing his guitar, pushed a button, and suddenly it became a sparkling, glittery chainsaw. The purple clansman then used this to saw off the concept's right arm, making him scream in pain and causing the stump to bleed orange blood. The breakdancing clan members then stopped dancing as their red leader pulled out a pair of nunchucks and swung them with ferocity into the face of the concept, making him lose more teeth. You know, the referee really should have called this fight by now and sent him to the box. They're spitting teeth and eyeballs. Well, they stop the fight as soon as somebody hits the ground. So if they're both still standing, spitting eyeballs, it's okay? Yeah, absolutely. It's a little bit looser than um, UFC. The concept of racism was now on the ground, injured beyond all belief. So it looks like I couldn't prevent your dream from coming true, could I, Dr. Martin-sama? Said the concept Dr. Martin Luther didn't say anything. I, no, it's the concept Martin Luther. The concept Dr. Martin Luther didn't say anything. There's supposed to be a period there, I know. Yeah. But there isn't, so Martin Luther is a concept. Sorry, Dr. Martin Luther. <laughs> he is. Well, what are you waiting for? Do it! Do it! Exclaimed the concept. Dr. Martin Luther then raised his left hand and closed it into a fist, causing the concept of racism to explode into a mess of orange juice and other disfigured body parts. You know, I haven't read Watchmen, but this seems achingly familiar. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Martin Luther then opened up another portal so him and all his friends could return to the human world. Dot, dot, dot. A few days later, Dr. Martin and the green M&M got married, and the purple clansman was the best man at their wedding. The two both slipped rings on each other's fingers and said their vows like complete and utter badasses as the purple clansman said those timeless, iconic words, You may now kiss the bride. Dr. Martin and the green M&M kissed each other on the altar, and there was so much passion put behind it that every single soul in hell was raised from the dead and were ready to start over as new people. Interesting theology. After they finished kissing, Dr. Martin and the M&M left the church and went out into the world, satisfied that the world was finally at peace for all time now. And that's the story of how Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stopped racism forever. The end. Thank you, Dr. Martin Luther King, for your service. Yes. Well, that was a very passionate story. Let's move on to the next one. What shall we do with a drunken sailor by Harlar? Sounds like a drunken sailor name. Sounds like a Morlock. Am I starting this? 
Yes, summary. Well, well, well. Han's feeling fine. Chapter one, title of the thing. Go ahead. Lando, you know, seeing you sure brings back a few things. Han. Yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> Amazing Harrison Ford. Part time. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. I fold. Han threw his cards onto the table. Again, Lando raked in the chips. Your deal. Slowly, Han gathered the cards and squared them. I'm bored. <laughs> You're not supposed to announce that on the show. Steve-O, I'm going to start playing games in the middle of my turn. <laughs> well, Dave's not allowed to game either, but he still does. Yeah, well, I'll speak to his parents at the end of the show. You're losing. And then that quote ends, and then I keep talking. Losing badly, actually. More so than usual. Lando watched Han lean back in his chair, cutting the deck again and again. He did look a little restless or something. What's with you? Me? Han put his feet up on the table and snapped the cards from hand to hand. Nothing. Just want to get out of here and do something. If you don't want to lose your shirt, that's okay by me. You don't want to play cards. We'll do something else. They're late. So he was worried. They'll be here. They had better be here. This is my graduation. It only happens once. They better be here. Who said they wouldn't? <laughs> I'm just bored hanging around in space. There was silence for a moment, and Lando stacked his chips. What'll we do if they don't show? Well, I'll go to senior week on my own. Fuck them. And do what? Just fuck the sand? <laughs> You're welcome. Asshole. Lando frowned. <laughs> They'll show. And if they don't, how hard could it be to sell a hundred kilograms of stardust? You need the money right this second? Han grinned. Just to pay you. Putting his feet back down, he riffled the cards over and over. Is it riffled or rifled? Riffle is the card term. Rifled would be one less F, and that would imply that he is sifting through the cards Shooting looking the cards. for a <laughs> particular card. He's shuffling guns! No, rifled is not actually that much to do with guns. The implication of somebody being able to shuffle guns is funny enough in my head. <laughs> Why do they call it Stardust anyhow? Isn't it made from beetles? Some plant. Only on Terraphon. Almost extinct from over-harvesting. Well, aren't you the cute little botanist? Tell you what, before it's all gone forever, let's you and me try some. Han pulled a small bag out of his pocket. I hear it's amazing. Damn, why hadn't he predicted this and planned for it? Where did you get that? I took a sample. Relax, Lando. After <laughs> all, we don't want to hand over an inferior product. What was the fucking CSI fic where they, they snort the coke and then oh. they have sex? <laughs> oh, well, no, they didn't snort it. It, it kind of like oh, it was like in a crime briefcase. scene. They were testing something and it got on their skin and then they all just started to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm predicting this is about to turn into. <laughs> We're just supposed to smuggle this stuff, not test it. Han, why do I even put up with you? Wah, wah. Woofy's right. Rifled means the cards have grooves, th so they send bullets farther when they're fired. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Come on. It's supposed to be really intense. You feel warm and happy, and you love everybody. That's just ecstasy. Yeah, that's literally just ecstasy. <laughs> Han leaned over the table and gave Lando one of his special smoldering looks. Yes, that would be why. Be why his eyebrows are on fire. Just deal, okay? Please, please, Han, just deal and put the drugs away. <laughs> but Han was pouring the powder onto the tabletop, 
pushing it into tidy lines with playing cards. Hand me that sheet of paper, would you? One line each. Not now, if, uh, if you want to do this stuff, wait till later. When we get the money, we'll take a holiday. Holomar somewhere. Grabbing the paper, Han rolled it up. No, you're lost. He inhaled one line. Ow. <laughs> Sniffing and blinking, he looked at Lando. You don't want it, I'll do it. Just one line, Han. Save mine for later. I can handle it. Han grinned, then the last of the stardust disappeared. See? Fine. Just a glow. I don't see what all the fuss is about. I don't think it hits that quickly, does it? Cocaine hits very fast. Yeah. But like the instant you're done sniffing it fast? Second or two? It's pretty fucking quick. As a person with a single time of experience, yeah, it's very quick. <laughs> Wait, a single time of experience? Yeah. Okay, this I did not know about you. Yeah, I tried it once. It was nothing to write home about. <laughs> Thank you. What a beautiful anti-drug message. Drugs, they're nothing to write home about. Honestly, most drugs are kind of boring. <laughs> All right, Sean, you're up. Nothing? If they had been set up with a cut shipment or something, this would be bad. Are you going to deal now? Well, if nothing else, he could probably make a small profit out of the card game if Han's concentration was impaired a bit. Sure. Lando cut the deck and Han tossed the cards with his usual finesse. I feel a little warm, a little happy, that's all. He picked up one of the cards, stared at it, rubbed it between his thumb and fingers. Lando, this card, what about it? You should feel it. He held it out. Han, that's your whole card. And it feels so good. There are these little ridges on it. Is he marking his cards? <laughs> I guess. Han pressed the card to his cheek, then ran it over his mouth and down his neck. The friction. It's amazing. Oh, shit. Lando threw his cards down. Han. Han, Han, Han. He was irritatingly sexy at the best of times. Right now, he was at least twice as irritating and three times as sexy. Because he's on drugs? I guess so. Lando realized he was rubbing his thumb over his own cards and forcing him to stop. Han stroked the table. Yeah, Han stroked the table. Oh, the table. It makes me all tingly. It's so nice. Try it. So it's a nice table. Pull yourself together. But Han was pulling himself apart instead. Like a fresh batch of monkey bread. He shimmied out of his shirt, moaning about the cloth against his skin. Feel it. <laughs> he rubbed the crumpled shirt in circles over his chest. How long until this stuff would wear off? Minutes? Hours? Days? Weeks? Londo wished he'd paid closer attention to the dealer they were smuggling for. She'd wax wraps. Rapacitic on the... Rapsodic. Rhapsodic on the properties of Stardust. How great the effect was. How little you had to do. How long it lasted. Think, man. It's like milk dropping your brain for 36 hours. Oh, no. <laughs> Probably hours. Han had somehow gotten all out of his pants and boots and was rolling on the floor. <laughs> the metal must be cold, but he sounded like he was enjoying it. Lando nabbed Han's blaster from the discarded holster and shoved it into a cabinet. That's good. Second thing, grab his keys. Yeah. Absolutely. Should not be allowed to drive. 
As he watched Hans grinding slowly against the table leg, Londo started to smile. Too bad he didn't have any, any recording equipment. Now Han was prone, spread-eagled on the deck. I can feel the whole ship from here. Feel her touching me. She likes me, Lando. Oh, God! It moved against the deck. Lando covered his mouth, half grinning, half grimacing. Han was humping the falcon. It was weirdly sensual in a disturbing sort of way. At least Han still had his... No. No, he didn't. <laughs> How Han could move so fast in this state was beyond Lando, but suddenly the man was naked, presenting his pasty but attractive ass to Lando and the air while he still tried to do the nasty with the ship. Oh, ship is like a woman, Lando. You gotta make love to her. Right, baby? Correct! Hand pressed his cheek to his, the deck. You like that, baby? Yeah, you do. Didn't you used to be a porn star, Han? Come here and feel her. Come here and I'll make love to you, too. Oh, sloppy seconds from fucking a spaceship. You gotta wonder what's on that dick, then. And that deck. Oil? Probably, like, those microscopic bits of metal, like splinters. Regular ass grease. Ass grease, huh? Definitely little antifreeze. I don't, does the ship have power steering? I, I would assume it has power steering, so let's put power steering fluid in the mix as well. And windshield wiper fluid. Sure, why not? Yeah. Ew. Not right now, though it could be fun. Han looked like some big cat, the kind that leaned shamelessly into each stroke and rewarded you with a throaty purr. You never fuck me, Lando. Han crawled closer and nuzzled Lando's boot. Never. Last night, dusthead. <laughs> Han's fingers pulled at Lando's pant leg. Lando gave up and hauled Han to his feet. You feel so nice. <laughs> Han rubbed Lando's back and then kissed him. Oh, your mustache. It's the sexiest thing I ever felt in my whole life. All right, I am up. And then we're going to go away and grab our guest. You don't feel so bad yourself. A naked, writhing Han pressed up against him felt pretty good. Pretty damn good. Maybe this would calm him down a little, too. Calm both of them. The comm panel beeped. Someone was hailing them. Of course, now that he'd decided to join Han in his irresponsible rolling around, no, their contact had shown up. Sighing, Lando headed for the comm panel, dragging the still-clinging Han across the deck. Han, Han, get off my arm. I need you to get off me. They're here. You never let me have any fun. Han whined as Lando- He never loved me! <laughs> he whined as Lando flung him into a chair. Listen, I know that they didn't get your burger right. Yeah, There's wanna... mustard on it. <laughs> I want a grilled cheese and I want a fried pickle. Fine, but don't tell your mother I'm doing this. Goes back up, Mom, guess what we had? God damn it, son. Stay. Lando turned to the panel. Calrissian here. What is your position? About 200 meters away, said a wholly unexpected voice. Boba Fett? Lando almost shrieked. Boba Fett! Onion Bobs! Boba Fett! Han, who was lavishing great attention on the chair's upholstery, murmured, Boba baby! Oh, goody. What's your trajectory? This won't take long. Mando collected himself. And to what do we owe the pleasure of this visit? 
Han was slithering out of the chair, crawling towards him. I want to talk to him. Let me talk to him. Lando made vague swatting motions as Han tried to reach for the controls. Thankfully, his reflexes were unusually slow. How about that? Collecting. Fett's voice shivered coldly up Lando's spine. He'd always distrusted that man. Trajectory, please. The please implied that Lando had no choice whatsoever in the matter. Lando muted the transmission for a moment and grabbed Han by the shoulder, searching his eyes for a shred of coherence. The eyes in question showed barely a ring of amber around wide, deep, huge pupils. Do. You. Owe. Him. Money. Han giggled and nodded hugely. <laughs> Lando heaved him back in the chair. Han was in no condition. Shit. It was only a matter of time before Fett was able to isolate their flight path. Holding out on their trajectory wouldn't do any good, and Fett might even start shooting at them. Of course they could kick Boba Fett's shiny metal ass in a shooting battle, but it wouldn't do to attract attention, what with a hundred kilos of highly illegal narcotics in the hold. Lando decided to maintain his genial host demeanor and gave him the numbers. When should I expect you? But Fett had already signed off. Lando had maybe two minutes to stow Han somewhere and make himself presentable and come up for a reason for Han's non-presence. Great. His offending partner was out of the chair again, now wrapping himself around Lando's leg. Boba Baby's coming? Oh boy! Can he play too? We could all play. Han's hand wandered to quickly to Lando's groin, cupped him, cupped him lightly. Lando felt the blood drain from his face and then just as quickly rebound. Now he was hard and angry and not in a good way. Mm. He grabbed both of Han's wrists and hauled him out to the main cabin. We do not have time for this. He began prying up the trapdoor to the hidden cargo hold. And on that suspenseful note, we'll go away and grab our guest. Hi, Rose. Long time no see. How are you? I'm good. That's fantastic. Um, Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Makes sense because the last time I was on, we we, we didn't get much done. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> you say that like that doesn't happen every time. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I feel bad for the person that expects to come on and get a lot done. Yes, schedule the time that you're on uh, FNF and coincide it with you doing your taxes. You'll be very productive. <laughs> All right, now it's time for us to not read any fan fiction and just talk for an hour about the candy tier list. <laughs> no, that'll be at the end. Our guest is here. I want them to read. I want them to read about... All right, they can be entertained while we do the candy tier list. <laughs> I'm not talking. Anyways, do you have the story up, Rose? You are absolutely talking. Yeah, it sounds like you're talking. We can't get him to stop talking. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> God, he just never fucking stops talking. Yeah, now that I think about it, Steve-O is the one who talks the most on this show, so I feel like the brunt of responsibility is laid on him. Yes, but just because I get the boulder rolling doesn't mean that Steve-O, I'm the can one. can you stop talking For- so much so that the yeah, guests can Steve-O, read? Yeah, can you, can you be a little more quiet? <laughs> Dave's not here to Steve-roll over Steve. <laughs> He's not the only one who does- Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> this is going to be super awkward for me. I mean, it's it's always awkward for me because, you know, it's fucking FNF. But, like, I actually know jack shit about Star Wars. I'm a Star Trek person. Oh, are we still reading this? Yes, we're finishing this. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. I thought it was over. <laughs> <laughs> 
technically I've seen every Star Wars film. I just didn't care. <laughs> Which is like, I'm going to get dragged on the internet for that. But like, I just didn't care. The only one I liked was like Rogue One. And that was because it was basically just a World War One film with a Star Wars skin slapped over it. Yeah. So uh, you're imagining these two characters. I know the formula. This is a classic formula. Yes. This is. But this is that's one character in that's two one different That's one character. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're. It's not the, that character fucking himself. <laughs> Indy, come and have you. sex with Han. I'm familiar Han, with Harrison Ford. I can't Ford wait to have a... sex with you. I'm Indy. Yes, bustin', yes. Bustin', I'm familiar. Bustin', bustin'. That's what they're about to do. Uh, I'm familiar <laughs> with these characters, <laughs> but like, if you ask me any deeper lore questions, it's it's all downhill from there. I'll just make shit up. I know that I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I really don't give a shit about Boba Fett, so... Yeah, you're going to get dragged. All of my... We're not going to get dragged because nobody gives a fuck about Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett's fucking lame. All right, please read. <laughs> I mean, his backpack's got jets. He's Boba the Fett. Whoop-de-fucking-do. <laughs> Lando was sweating, and he didn't like to sweat. The trap was sticking, as it did about half the time. When it stuck, it took both of them to open it. Han, however, was sitting cross-legged on the floor, fondling his half-hard penis and crooning softly in a way Lando found particularly distracting. Oh. He had be- <laughs> oh. Penis. <laughs> he had be- yeah, right? Da, like- da, 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 oh, it's a snake. Da, 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 da. I'm afraid of snakes. God, imagine being scared of your own penis, like having genuine, like, genital phobia. Yeah, that's Steve-O. Yeah. What's that like, Steve? <laughs> Why do you keep accusing me of this fraudulently and falsely? Why are you trying to slander my good name? I am not afraid of my own penis. Steve-O, you need to take advantage of this. Uh, you're scared of your own penis because it's so massively large. So you think I get up in the middle of the night, look down at my crotch and scream? <laughs> yeah, that's why Xavier always wakes up at night. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh! Also, that's what that screaming was whenever I heard you when I was sleeping in your yeah, place. Yeah, no, it's absolutely not me, like, thinking about a horror movie or slamming my knee on something. No, it's me thinking or looking at and being afraid of my own penis. Why did you suddenly become Italian at the end of that? That was unintentional. Please continue. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Italian when I'm sarcastic and I'm a furry when I sneeze. You're furry when you sneeze. Because yeah, I goes, say achoo woo woo. Jesus Christ. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> he had Sean, begun what episode dis- was that? <laughs> that was when in the, the ch- season. I, that was several episodes we made fun of you for that. <laughs> he had begun to despair when the trapdoor suddenly creaked and gave, almost sending Lando down with it. Grimacing, he picked Han up and threw him over his shoulder, at which Han made a little surprised and pleased noise. Lando rolled his eyes and lowered them gingerly down into the hold. Suddenly Han turned into Mr. Plankett. Oh, God. Oh, Lando. I was thinking he was turning into Mitch McConnell. That's so much gum. Never offer Mitch McConnell a piece of gum. He's still chewing his original piece of juicy fruit. That piece of juicy fruit from 1954. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's not zero flavor, but it's somewhere close enough to the infinitesimal negative temperature of the heat death of the universe and zero. Absolutely. 
Han's warm weight against him and his earthy smell, now rendered a little bittersweet <laughs> by the drug, were seductive. Juicy fruit Hans gum was invented in 1893. Jesus, really? Yeah. The year Mitch McConnell was born. Uh, yeah, the year Mitch McConnell was born. <laughs> that was um, the first piece of gum I ever had. <laughs> that was the first piece of gum ever manufactured. <laughs> I'm still chewing it to this day, Rob. I think the story goes that some scientist dude was trying to find an alternative to tobacco and his kid kept fucking eating it. <laughs> the discovery ended up becoming bubblegum. Damn. Just imagine... Your world-renowned contribution to humanity is because your son is a dumbass. Yeah, welcome to Friday Night Fan Fiction, created by Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> it's not like I'm a guest on the show or anything, but all right. <laughs> you insulted the show that I'm on? Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I insulted the show that I'm on as well. <laughs> Listen, that's your mistake. You've committed to this bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Han's erection was pressing into his chest, that shapely ass inches from his face. Lando swallowed. I can't do voices, so y'all are gonna have to fucking deal Gulp. with me. Gulp. Oh, oh, wait, no, that's a joke. No. <laughs> Choke sucking on the dick, sorry. I'm used to that sound. Gurkle? Gurkle. <laughs> <laughs> Play. Never do that again. I <laughs> yeah. Oh no! That was so bad. Juicy fruit is boot boy gum. <laughs> oh no! Oh! I voluntarily have never done the grapefruit technique noise again since I got it perfect. I expect you to voluntarily never make the gargle again. It's gurgle, but <laughs> gurgle. Sorry, gurgle. <laughs> Grimacing, he picked Han up. Oh wait, no. Fucking, I'm there. Whatever. Don't mind me. I can't read. Don't mind me. I'm only a guest on the show. Yeah, I'm allowed to fuck up. The rest of y'all held to a higher standard. Uh, Dave would beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play. Oh, good. Mmm, Lando, you feel so warm. Mmm. I can buy your enthusiasm. We're not going for Shakespearean acting here. If you want a <laughs> performance, you got to pay me. I do say, oh, oh. <laughs> Lando tipped the moaning Han off his shoulder and balanced him against a bulkhead. The, yeah, mm, that's what she said. Oh, Time, <laughs> Show me your bulkhead. <laughs> <laughs> Time was ticking away. Han would never stay down Hold there. on a second, y'all. Pizza Palace doesn't just have pizza. It has new, improved pizza. Mm. Oh, how did they improve it? Doesn't say. <laughs> what mysterious patent have they filed for? What new Radithor like gimmick have they added to the pizza? They use water from the bay. Oh, no! <laughs> they use water from the inner harbor. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, I think our inner harbor is like 70% oil by now. Unfortunate. Glancing urgently around the dingy little room, Lando spotted. Spotted. It's said twice. Lando yep. spotted spotted some loose <laughs> tubing piled up at a corner. He yanked out a length and, oh, this is getting spicy, bound Han's hands together. Then on second thought, looped a length around some exposed pipe and lashed hand Han to it. I'm having problems with A's today, don't mind me. It's Star Wars, they don't have any rules with A's. Yeah, that should hold him. He was a little worried about Han's circulation, though. Han was slow to react. Hey! 
You get into my car. You hop onto my cock. Lando leaned in, feeling the heat radiating off his partner's naked body. Comfortable? What is this stuff? Han asked, chafing his wrists a little against the tubing. It feels great. <laughs> it's bad when even I can't roll with it. Um, <laughs> Lando sighed, then reached in his pocket and extracted a minute list. He reached in his pocket and extracted a squeaky toy. <laughs> Han! Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky! <laughs> Who's a good boy? He fitted it into his ear and then switched on the hidden folds hidden holds monitor. I'm going up to deal with Fett now. I'll be able to hear you if you have any problems, which I strongly suggest that you don't. Han was rubbing his backside against the bulkhead and didn't look as if he'd heard. Hey, have you ever heard of the bare necessities? They're great. <laughs> Lando sighed. Oh. Oh. Yeah, there's no quotation mark there, all right? I'll deal with you later. I cannot wait to deal with you later. <laughs> this is him thinking it. That's why. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a little... It's weird. After pulling himself back up to the main cabin, he stuck his head down into the cargo hold. Back down. Back down into the cargo hold. Thank you. I want to take this opportunity to remind you that this is all your fault. Then he slid the trap closed. He was just rearranging his clothing when he heard Slave One sliding up besides the, beside the Falcon, whatever the fuck that is. They're the two ships. I will forget that in three seconds, but thank you. That's fine. He just made it to the airlock in time. The controls clicked in and metal clanged. Boba Fett stepped on board the Millennium Falcon, blaster rifle in hand. Did he ever go anywhere without that thing? Obvious compensation. Which reminded Lando. He did a quick mental check. Arousal level not too evident and following every- And, and. And, and, you're correct. And, and, following every second in the presence of the bounty hunter. So, Boba Fett, what can I do for you today? Would you So, so, like Boba, jer- Boba Fett, Fett. <laughs> He's trying to make his own echo. <laughs> Would you, you, like, like, like a drink? I don't, no, 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 no more like, 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 so like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, come on, Steve. Don't you want that little tube shoved up your pee hole? You know, I have to call and make an appointment for that. It hurts again. Oh, no. <laughs> I should be fine. I'm supposed to get the cystoscopies once every five years now. I'm pretty sure they're not going to have to put anything in my dick right now. No, they will. You're going to call them to make them do it? I don't need to do that. You need one. Have you considered branding these procedures? Like, make it a five-year anniversary thing? You want us to brand him? (laughs) (laughs) He could be into that. No, I was going to say, like... You all are talking (laughs) as if I am not fucking here. (laughs) Well, Steve, are you into branding? (laughs) No! Absolutely yeah, that not. That sounds very not true. Mm. I don't like Pepsi. I don't like a lot of other companies. I don't like but brands. But what about our show? Don't wear our shirts? Steve-O, <laughs> would you like me to carve my name into your buttocks? How do you know? Okay, hold on. I have multiple inquiries that I have to reply to. <laughs> no, Logan, I do not want you to carve your name into my buttocks. Sean, how do you know I'm not wearing our clothing? The cameras. I can hear the clothing you're wearing. You can hear. Okay, you I can understand, but he was the one with the question. I'm hooked up with David's link to the cameras in your house. I told him that that would backfire, but he told me not to worry about it and that it was cool and that he was an IT professional and that it was totally okay for me to give him my credit card. Yeah, and it was totally all right for you to sign away, you know, your uh, death certificate and your birth certificate. Power of attorney. 
and my dearth certificate and my leth certificate. And you handed over your social security number, which was absolutely correct. You should have done that. I handed over my ICQ number as well. So now I'm getting very, very weird, sexy instant messages on a platform that has been dead for about 11 years. That sounds like a legit horror story. Like, if I got an AIM message right now being like, you know, age, sex, location, I would flip my shit. Oh, you mean like if it, you actually got a pop-up and went to... Yeah, I would absolutely pick this laptop up, throw it out the window, go downstairs, set on fire. <laughs> I don't fuck with that. So, we're solo. He took a few days off, went to visit some friends or something. Well, the first round had gone okay. Lando knew he was a consummate liar. He just needed to concentrate, which would be a lot easier if he didn't have Han humming deep in his ear, right inside his brain, (laughs) it seemed. (laughs) (laughs) Lando tried to block it out. God damn it, Sean, stop it. Mitch McConnell, please stop. No. Everything, please stop. Rose, uh, are you done? Yes, I said I got to the end. Okay, it's my turn. No, we're talking over me, but it's okay. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) I'm trying here. It's okay. Steve always talks over women. And non-binary people. Uh, Excuse me, Logan, how high did you set the bounty for them to gaslight me? (laughs) I can't disclose uh, that kind of funding. All right, it's my turn, and then I need to focus on ordering some sustenance. Your voice... Han mumbled throatily. It's so sexy. Have I ever told you that? (laughs) When is he back? Something about Fett's voice went right through Lando's head and made his teeth hurt. Hey, Lando, honey. (laughs) Han breathed in his ear. (laughs) Oh, honey. (laughs) Aren't you and Boba Baby coming down here? I want to feel his mask. (laughs) (laughs) Something about Han's voice made everyone think that Steve-O had arbitrarily slowed down the recording. But no, that's actually how slow I delivered it. Han's voice went right to Lando's groin and made his cock switch from falling to rising. What were you going to say, Rose? Nope, go for it. (laughs) Couldn't the damn thing, because you talked about it, now I'm worried I'm over-talking women. (laughs) And non-binary people. And non-binary people. You're doing fine for now. Couldn't it? <laughs> thank you. Couldn't the damn thing make up its mind? I'm sorry. Not for a week, at least. Fett's mask? Was Han really such a perv or was it just the drug talking? Oh, it's kinky. Oh, wait. Fett looked like he would, too. Like he would just stand there, holding his blaster the whole time. After three days, he'd probably lean against the wall. <laughs> What you got under that mask anyway, Boba baby? Is it anything like what you got in your pants? (laughs) I want to suck your Boba (laughs) teeth. All those balls (laughs) are coming up in my mouth. (laughs) Apparently Han really was such perv. Fett didn't just stand there after all. Pushing past Lando, he stalked into the corridor, footsteps echoing through the ship. Lando spun and caught him up. I'd hate for you to be inconvenienced. Can I help you? Fett stopped right on the trapdoor. Oh, wow. Am I going to have to make this sound really distant with a a heavy fucking (laughs) reverb like he's calling from across the canyon? Oh, wow. Han practically yelled, That is so fucking intense. Lando hoped he hadn't winced. 
Do it again. Do it again. Ah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it was fucking loud was what it was. If Fett had heard. Oh, I can feel the vibration. Your footsteps right through me. Right up and down my... Oh. <laughs> Solo owes me money. 30,000. <laughs> Damn. But it was difficult dealing with a masked man. No expressions. No emotions. If you come down here, I'll be so good to you. That's the instant message that pops up on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. Han's voice thrummed down Lando's spine and did not go up again. I'm sure that he intends to pay you just as soon as he returns from his trip. I'm going... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to lick every inch of that beautiful body of yours. I can just feel you on my tongue. <laughs> Have I been moved to the boom box? Okay, no, I'm still... Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm looking at a thing. Apparently, um, you know those big red balls outside of Target? Yeah. Yeah. No. Target is doing like a marketing deal with Nintendo and they're going to be turned into giant Kirby orbs for the new game and I am going to go steal them. <laughs> I'll help you if you need any help lifting them into the van. Are they pure concrete or are they like additions that they concreted no, in? No, it's like a cover that they are putting over top of the concrete ball. So steal the covers, but don't steal the concrete balls. The balls are concrete, and I don't think my car can handle that. <laughs> I was imagining you coming with a fucking jackhammer and absconding with the concrete. Yeah, like, when I put the fucking 300-pound Bigfoot statue in the back of my car, it <laughs> nearly went all the way down to the axle. Ooh. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't have clothing with a monster truck on it. I thought you were about to stop at the end of that. It's like, when I was a kid, I didn't have clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school uphill both ways, yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, we wore 300-pound concrete balls to school. <laughs> okay, to be fair, we did have those really cool, like, metal lunchboxes, though. Yeah, and you could deck kids with them. Yeah. <laughs> we were allowed to bring weapons to school. It was a different time. Anyways, where was I? Oh, right. I'm sure he will. Fett paced a few steps, and I'll be here when he does. And then I'm going to take your cock in my mouth, just the tip of it, and slide my tongue all over it. Hans' sigh was gusty and made Lando's brainstem itch. What would you do if you had neighbors screaming these things in your neighborhood? <laughs> It's 11.30 at night and you just hear, like, across the street, somebody yelling, I'm going to take your cock in my mouth, just the tip of it, and slide my tongue all over it. I actually have a friend who is kind of dealing with a similar problem right now. Oh, no. There's a couple that likes to fuck with the window open loudly. That's not good. Yeah. I can understand partially if it's like your kink that like you want to be heard but don't involve people that are not willing to subject yeah. themselves to that yeah yeah senior week even had more respect than that no it didn't <laughs> no it didn't no <laughs> no it didn't <laughs> oh right where was i uh something about the cock right i think you misunderstood <laughs> i think you've misunderstood han will be several days yet i'll be sure to tell him you came by Lando, lover, you should see how hard I am. Can you feel how much I want you? Lando's cock jumped as his heart sank. Uh-oh. 
The penis is about to do pull-ups on his lower <laughs> ventricle. <laughs> Damn Han. Damn him for getting them into this situation. Damn him for being so irresponsible. Damn him for being so irresistible. I'll go when I have my money. Now Fett did lean against the wall. Damn him too. How much did you say? Lando heard Han's soft moaning. So I need... Sean, can you give me some soft moans? Not the ones that you're thinking of. <laughs> Sean? <laughs> A bump or two that must mean he was swinging himself around. So, Sean, if safe, bang yourself into the wall a few times. If not, just don't worry about it. Yeah, can you just helicopter into your seat a little bit? <laughs> Wait. <Yeah. laughs> oh, <Ray. laughs> oh, I'm wrapped up in my headphone cable now. That <laughs> feels so good. One or both of them were going to lose it. Not fit, though. He didn't have any it to lose, despite what Han might babble. 30,000. Logan, you're up. I'll get you the money. <laughs> that caught me very off guard. He was going to get every cent of it back from Han later and take it out of his hide now. Come with me. If you want to live. Lando didn't want Boba Fett any further into the Falcon than necessary, but he couldn't just leave him there over the trapdoor. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Lando considered just letting Han have his wish to meet Boba Fett. The thought didn't cheer him up, though. In his office, Lando counted out the money, most of his cash on hand. His state of mind was inexpressible in mere words now. More like great swaths of red, splashes of red rage, splotches of red lust. And uh, we snorted all the red paint. <laughs> Made before or after 1967. Oh, you know we like that lead shit. <laughs> Fett took the money without a word. He bowed slightly, then turned and strode back to the airlock. Lando followed, Han humming in his ear the whole way. Silent too, Lando let Fett out. The airlock closed, the ships disengaged. He sagged against the bulkhead for a moment. One thing done. And now for Han. Lando could still hear Han moaning, and he plucked the comm unit from his ear. He stormed into their sleeping quarters, ripped off his shirt, grabbed a few essentials from the nightstand, and headed to the trapdoor. After struggling with it for what felt like an hour, he gave a great heave and wrenched it off, accompanied by groaning metal. Is that a new subgenre of metal? Can we start groaning metal? <laughs> Let's look up if groan metal is a thing. <laughs> yes, it is. The first grown metal band fronted by a Mitch McConnell impersonator. <laughs> we can make t-shirts out of that and have like a uh, heavy metal style logo, but it's just... It's just Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Our first song would just be a cover of Ram Ranch. <laughs> I will be back in a minute or two. Okay, now it's time for us to do the candy. <laughs> so, 100 grand. I'm going to say 100 grand is B tier. What do you guys think? I actually agree. I had one recently and I was like, damn, this is a solid. It's solidly passable. It's not spectacular. I don't think we get it in Canada. Oh, oh you don't have that? I don't Let's... think so. They're rare here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some easy ones out of the way. Zero. This shit is fucking D tier. It's fucking awful. Have you ever had one of these? No. I've never had one of these. Don't. They're awful. 
Lindor truffles. C at best, I think. Yeah. I agree. I would put them in the same tier as the 100 grands, honestly. They're not super impressive. They're like the last chocolate you would eat if they were given to you at Christmas. What chocolates? Oh, we're doing the candy <laughs> rankings. You son of a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neko wafers, fucking D tier. Excuse me, no, excuse me. That's this too needs to high. wait. Oh yeah, you're right. Let me see if I can make it E tier. Can you please continue? There's a reading. Z tier. A Z tier has never had them. Oh, Sean, do you want to read instead? No, I'll keep reading. It's <laughs> <laughs> showing up on my screen. I like how the hunger is your third tab over. God, damn. of course. <laughs> it's literally something I listen to on the reg. He scares me. <laughs> oh, I see Gaki no Sagai there as well. I approve. All right. Uh, straining against his bonds, his golden pale skin flushed dusky from his exertions and shining faintly with the sweat in the dirty light of the hold. Damp tendrils of hair curled fetchingly around his face and on his neck. Tendrils? Yes, tendrils. And on his neck. His eyes were closed, an expression of rapture parting his lips. Smears of grime seemed artfully placed to the highlight to highlight the taut curves of muscle on his jaw, chest, forearms, and thighs. A prodigious erection. Chest, forearms, and thighs, erect dick. <laughs> was pointing straight at Lando. It, okay, it's not pointing straight, is it? Like, which way is it leaning a little bit? I mean, some people have uh, perfectly straight dicks. I am not one of them. <laughs> Sean, what about you? Mine kind of goes up and to the right a little bit. Mine typically goes like up and to the left. I got that perfect backwards curve <laughs> and uh, a slight left twist. A slight. Uh, mine is perfectly straight. Thank you for asking, Stevo. I was about to ask. I'm still <laughs> also looking at pizza. Mm, pizza. Uh-huh. It's really weird looking at pizza and thinking about penises, especially since I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> Think about curves of beautiful penises. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but whatever gets you through your night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does on frequent occasion. Lando's mouth filled, even as anger burned his gut. Carefully, man, stay in control. He moved in close, very close, but carefully avoided touching Han anywhere. I'm not touching you. I'm not (laughs) touching you. The heat and pungent scent coming off of him was incredible. He leaned forward and pressed the gentlest kiss on Han's lips. (laughs) You owe me 30,000 credits! He whispered dangerously. (laughs) Han's eyes fluttered open and he beamed a delightful grateful grin at Lando. You're here. I missed you. I missed you too, demon. (laughs) Oh, I've missed you too, Han. Lando dropped another kiss on Han's mouth, hinting his teeth this time. Hinting at teeth. (laughs) Hinting at teeth this time. (laughs) (laughs) That penis pizza is either artistically interpreted from a strange perspective or long, medium right, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Heavy meat at the tip. More cheese down than the shaft and the ball. Oh, I see that the cheese kind of looks like pubes as well. Crackle bar. We say that's B or A. Never had it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll let you get back to it. Han craned his neck forward, seeking another kiss. Not so fast, you little. Lando stepped back, 
stepped back and slowly dragged his fingertips down the other man's body from shoulder to hips, drawing trails in the dirty sweat, loving the rush of power it gave him when Han arced into the touch with a whimper. Lando, Lando, please. I wanna touch you. Please, you feel so good. Sir, I don't think you're a fit for this position, but uh, I do wish you luck in the future. But I have so many good credentials. Are you talking about these things you've stenciled into my arm? These symbols that I cannot decipher? I have tortured men for thousands of years. Where else can you get that kind of experience? We here at the Jimmy Carter Foundation are not really... (laughs) I mean, how else do you think you live so long? Peanut farming? I can understand you (laughs) unless you say it as the demon. Peanut farming. (laughs) All right, can you tell me about Blue Apron? (laughs) (sighs) Do you hate cooking when you get home from work? (laughs) Shopping is so horrible, and they never have all the right ingredients. That's why I love Blue Apron. It all comes to me in a box, locally sourced. (laughs) That was beautiful. You're welcome. Not sponsored by Blue Apron. I'll send it to Blue Apron, and they'll say the same thing I did. (laughs) Something snapped inside of him. He grabbed Han's shoulders and roughly spun him around, slamming his chest into the bulkhead. There was that lovely ass again, flexing as Han rubbed himself wantonly against the cold metal. I love you, groaned Han, who obviously knew what was coming. Oh no, it's Blue Apron coming! (laughs) Well, he'd give him some Blue Apron. (laughs) Is that a sexual terminology? Blue apron is when you um, stick your dick through the little hat. I don't remember what they're called. Yamaka. The blue apron is when you take that little table in the center of a pizza, drape your penis over it, and hand a blue apron to your partner. Oh my god. Somebody add that to Urban Dictionary. Steve-O, I beg if you never direct porn. <laughs> no, he would work well with Wood Rocket. Good and plenty D tier, right? That's just, just laboratory. <laughs> I'm done, motherfucker. Okay, go ahead, Sean. All right, Sean, let's get to work on this list. Let's finish the fanfic and let our guest read again, please. <laughs> I like this plan. Yeah. Lando smiled and unfastened his trousers. His cock lurched free like a wild thing. It ached. It had been aching for ages now, and he was damned if he was going to wait any longer. I see you checking Twitter there, Logan. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he slid his hand over the curve of Han's ass, and Han said, Yes! And thrust back against him. Sweats moved the way as Lando parted him, stroking none too gently at the heated flesh. As his finger probed into that hot body, Han released a Fuck yeah! So loud it bounced off the walls. Boing, 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 boing! Lando fingered him quickly and hard, wanting, needing, demanding that Han be ready now. But he met no resistance at all. His writhing lover was babbling and so relaxed, Lando could probably have gotten his his forearm in there without any trouble. Just like a Muppet. 
Poppers? Wild ice? <laughs> Maybe another time. <laughs> Don't add poppers to the tier list. It doesn't belong. <laughs> poppers right next to the airheads. But now his cock was drooling and he needed his hand for other things. He withdrew his finger and reached into the pocket for the bottle of oil. He shivered and suppressed a groan of his own as he stroked himself slippery. He felt like he'd been hard for hours. Hurry, Lando. Hurry, please. Han sounded as if he might cry. This was going to be too good. He pressed firmly against Han's eye. Ah, fucking Han's ass. He pressed firmly against Han's eye. I can see you. Still half expecting the usual struggle for entry and self-control, his lover pushed straight back against him, swallowing him into a tight glove of heat. Oh, there's the glove that you like so much, Steve-o. <laughs> you bastard. Gasp raggedly. Oh, oh, you feel so good. Again, sir! Much like the previous applicants we here at the Jimmy Carter Foundation are not interested. <laughs> I just think you need to be more open. <laughs> what about diversity hires? <laughs> Logan, can you just scream unionize, unionize? I will unionize you. <laughs> Maybe Stardust wasn't such a bad thing after all. I don't know. Cody Rhodes might disagree with you there. <laughs> Lando pulled back a little and plunged in again, caressed by Han's molten body, which somehow seemed to clutch at him hungrily. His anger blew away like a handful of white powder. Oh, like a handful of white powder. <laughs> touch me. Touch me everywhere. Say that you'll touch me. Touch me, touch me. Say that you need <laughs> me. Lando was only too happy to oblige at this point, draping himself across Han's sweaty back and running his hands around to pull at his nipples. Ow, 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 ow. Han felt wonderful against him. He couldn't imagine why he hadn't spent all afternoon fucking him. He tightened the, his grip on Han's nipples, pinching them hard in a way he knew Han loved. <laughs> his lover hissed, yes, and bucked against him, sending in an unexpected wave of pleasure. You know, Han seems like a thousand percent brat. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. He picked up the pace. He was going to drill Han right through the bulkhead. Oh, yeah, harder. Oh, stroke my bulkhead. Lando could just about manage to smile at this point. He obliged. Pumping intensely, getting close. Lust gripping his cock and pulling it in hot, wet strokes. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Han cried, meeting his thrust. It's so good. You know, 90s dance music would have been a whole lot different if they sampled Sean's sexy voice. Oh, oh God. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and it was... With the last shred of rational thought left to him, Lando was faintly amused that Han, normally limited to grunts in bed, was waxing so verbose. But then he was too busy coming to laugh. 
Lando, despite his typical vocal timbre in bed, when he gets very heated, he shouts out, Han! 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 Oh my god. Like a clown whore? <laughs> like a fucking seagull? It sounds like a bunch of Shrider cars driving by when they're fucking... <laughs> Coming like a thousand volts coursing through him, crackling across every nerve, filling Han, filling him. He pulled almost all the way out, then rammed home one last time, shuddered, collapsed the gate across the other man's back for a moment. This oblivion gate has been sealed. <laughs> all thanks to House Mouth. <laughs> Hooray, House <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> I did it. Oh, wow. I can feel you come. Feel every pulse. <laughs> like it was me. Only it was inside me, too. I'm going to take your dick in my mouth. Just the tip. And then I'm going to run my tongue. Oh, <laughs> 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 I, I keep wondering, can people really feel you come inside? I don't know. If there's a lot of it, like the yeah. outward pressure. It depends on how much the dick twitches. Well, yeah, mostly what I can tell that people are feeling is like the actual um, movement of the dick. If you've got a vacuum seal, you won't be able to feel the vein, but you'll definitely be able to feel yourself inflating. What vacuum seal? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's going to survey a person's <laughs> dick, I guess. I am not going yeah, gonna, to. You going to sous vide your dick and balls? I'm not going to sous vide my dick and balls. Is that what That's those. That's how you get pizza dick. Very gourmet pizza dick. Mm. You do not make pizza sous vide. Hold on one second. My youngest brother is calling me. Hello. What do you want, youngest brother? <laughs> I am doing my show. It's Wednesday nights from 7.30 to 9.30. Tell him to listen in. Yeah. Hold on. I can put you yeah, on it. Yeah, listen in. Hey, hey, Steve-O's brother. They said, hey, Steve-O's brother. Hello, Steve-O's brother. That's not Daniel. (laughs) They said, hello, Steve-O's brother. That's not Daniel. Which one is this? This is is Jeremy. (laughs) Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Jeremy. (laughs) Is Jeremy your whole brother or half brother? He's the half brother. Jeremy, can I call you tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah, um, can I tell you something real quick? Sure, you want me to take you off speaker? Okay, keep reading, guys. Han went on babbling something about the essential oneness of things, but Lando was dimly realizing that Han hadn't come yet. Lando really had no choice but to reach for his cock just to shut him up. He had just closed his hand around it when he became aware over Han's redoubled crooning of a distant beeping noise. The calm. The rendezvous. Oh, shit. Finis. Which I guess is a new Star Wars character. <laughs> And we're done with that story. All right, get the uh, tier list back up. We gotta do this. All right. Oh, you've have, made some you, progress. You've made some executive decisions without council's uh, approval. No, we can we can talk about these decisions. My brother just got into grad school. I'm sorry, that was an important call. No, that's not important. Uh, no. Congrats to right, excuse me, Jeremy. Congrats, Jeremy. <laughs> okay, if Sean finished, we have one more story to read. All right, F tier so far is Necco wafers, good and plenty. So wrong. Candy corn and uh, this is I, why you'll I never get the are, password to the Patreon. These are black licorice red vines. Yeah, no, that's that is absolutely correct. Yeah, these all check out with you guys. Yeah. No, candy corn can be a tier higher. It's debatable. It's a debatable uh, one. So 
so it's I'll not give truly. you E, but no higher. Yeah, like put it at the end of E. End of exactly. E. Uh, I'm not muted. They're just talking uh, the fuck over. Me. I think Pez um, belongs either here or in D. Logan, I need five more minutes. This is Bernix the Middend by Roxanne Says Go Home. It's a Destiny fan fiction about Bernie Sanders. Oh, yes. You oh were talking my, about this. I'm sorry. What? Destiny, the video game fan fiction about Bernie Sanders. Is it me? It is you. Yes. yes. You get to read the whole thing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Can we get the demon to say, oh, boy? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we only heard part of that, but we I knew know, what he did. Gonna, yeah, it'll come through on his own and recording. <laughs> Aramis? Is that correct? Sure. I don't know. I didn't play that game. Neither did I. Yeah, Aramis plays with the darkness, fractals of blue ice flickering and weaving between her clawed fingers. It dances, a miniature storm in her palm, glittering in Europa's cold starlight. So little, so pretty, so powerful. All hers. So fresh, so clean. <laughs> How can she lose when she is so blessed with might and glory for her people? Very easily. Aramis's control over the ice vanishes in her surprise. Had they said that out loud? They turned to the voice behind them, blinking, their eyes readjusting to the dimness of the room. What do you mean, Elder? At the table, hunched against the cold in a small metal chair. <laughs> Wearing his woolly mittens. Is Elder Burdix quietly observing the rotating red hologram of a pyramid. Very easily, he repeats himself. Can you do his, like, New York? God, I, I can absolutely not. I'm here to tell you I have tried. <laughs> Listen, if you want to dub over this with all of the, like, spoken parts... Like the actual, like, dialogue and... No, that's okay. We're not going to put in that much work. All right, fair enough. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> he repeats himself, his ether his ether breather, wheezing yep. in time. Listen, I had to think about it, and then I decided I didn't need to. <laughs> wheezing in time with the rattle in his chest, a grunt. You're arrogant, Aramis. I've warned you of this path many times now. They come up behind him, towering. I'm not, she grumbles, petulant. I know my strength, and my strength is great. The elder sighs at her hands on his shoulders. Bernix the Mittened is an old, even by Elixney, I think is, yeah. No idea. No idea. He had already been ancient when Aramis was hatching. Hatchling. Now he was particularly archaic. Practically. Practically archaic. I'm gonna gonna zoom in my uh, fucking... You wanna uh, put on your fucking readers? (laughs) Yeah. Blind, mate. E L I. So many elderly elixir had per- perished in the whirlwind. I'm having a stroke. Don't mind me. That it was nothing short of a miracle that he had survived at all. Never mind, survived this long. He had been such a steady, almost omnipresent figure in her life, and Aramis is glad that he still is. Your strength is great. Yes, you have always been strong, but. Must you use such vile means for your people? He gestures vaguely at the shard of darkness upon her arm. Must your methods mean the deaths of so many when we already have so few? But Elder, don't you see? The darkness is our salvation. A few meaningless lives here and there, a few pawns. That's what they said in the whirlwind, Burnick spits, coiling in fury. When we were on the ships, escaping Rees, those who died... 
getting those ships into orbit were called meaningless. Acceptable losses, he hacks in a cough. Aramis's hands drift away from his shoulders, burning in guilt. Another cough, a deep steadying sigh. Listen, I just wanted to get a bagel before I went to the Senate. <laughs> New mittens. <laughs> <laughs> My children's lives were not meaningless, he whispers, now simply tired and oh so old. If I ever get the chance to meet Bernie Sanders, which I, I was remarkably close for a while there, I would have, I'm just going to go up to his face and I'm going to be like, you're oh so old. Trace the lines on his face. You're so old. My children's lives were not acceptable losses. No one's lives were acceptable losses. No one's life was meaningless. Was your... Atheries or Atheris? Atheris an acceptable loss? Was my atherosclerosis an acceptable loss? (laughs) 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 The Kel rips herself away from him as if scorched. Don't. Everyone will lose their own Atheris and their own children. All for your salvation. I've seen what your salvation, that stasis, can do, and I don't want any part of it. Also, they have terrible pickles. Why is she fingering that blue snow microphone there, Logan? Hey, man, that's just how ASMR be. Yeah, I don't do anything with ASMR. (laughs) Unless it's this show. Oh, yeah. Stop, Brad. Let's rate that candy. Can you mix that with a Bernie Sanders voice? I don't think I can do both of them at the same time. Can you do a Bernie Sanders voice? Because I know I can't. I don't have that kind of octave range. I don't really do a Bernie Sanders. It slips in the JFK. <laughs> I can do Bernie Sanders. You want me to do Bernie Sanders? Please. Okay, where were we? Everyone will lose their own atheris and their own children. I am once again asking you. <laughs> all for your salvation. I've seen what your salvation, that stasis, can do. And I don't want any part of it. That was perfect. Thank you. She's still reeling from his jab at Athris and the children. Elder, they gasp. Please. The darkness is not salvation. It is another whirlwind. The shard on her arm is crackling. (laughs) Frost creeps over their gauntlet in tune with their distress. I am once again asking you. Burnix coughs more violently than before, spasms wrecking his wizened frame, and her arms wrap around to support him. One last time, will you continue with the darkness? Just listen to the rhythm of my heart! <laughs> they hold him tight, ice that isn't stasis lacing through their veins as they feel his heart thump unsteadily. Oh, I feel your heart thumping. <laughs> Stop it! If you've got an entire arm inside you, you can feel the difference when they come. <laughs> True love is... Can confirm. What's coming out of your arm? Oh, nothing's coming out of the arm. It's just the arm positioning and movement. Oh, I see. They call that the Muppet. <laughs> I can talk about that later. His hands have her forearms in a vice-like grip, needle claws prickling through her padded sleeves. I must, they murmur. The howling winds outside the window nearly drowned them out. I have to. I've come so far. I don't remember what baby Ruth's having them. <laughs> so, so many believe. I can't back down, not now. I see. A slow rattling sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stop you, child. You're slowly going into Carl. Yep. I'm, well, that's also because it's getting late at night. Yeah. Oh, apparently I don't have any more lines. Great. His voice is faint. His milky eyes slide shut. Elder? He is so very still in her grasp. 
she can only just see his chest move. Elder Burnix, kachink as his ether breather ceases use. Oh, great! His ventilator is a gachapon! <laughs> oh. Grandfather, they warble, voice high like a hatchling. The silence says more than words ever could. Aramis weeps. It's like I'm not dead, but really you should donate to your local progressive congressman. Yeah, for real. <laughs> candy ranking. All right, candy well, ranking. Me, more important first. Let me do the patrons. Let me do the patrons first. You do the patrons, we'll do the candy ranking. That, that, that's fine. That's, well, I'm not going to say that's fine because you're going to be wrong, but that's fine in an abstract <laughs> sense. Thank you very much to our patrons, starting with our smut secretaries. Also, thank you very much to our guest, Rose. Oh, thank you. And of course, thank you to our patrons, starting with our smut secretaries, Attention Deficit, Party Horse, Bosku, Discuss, Grass Dragon, Neon Binary Rose. <gasps> it's me! That is it's you! you. <gasps> thank you. <laughs> Pestilence, Santa Grimnar, Aspirant to the Priesthood of Selene, and William Shaprinsky. A super thanks to our genital guardians, Angel Bane, Chirpy, Disambiguity, <laughs> Flesh, Daki Makara, Go Play in Traffic, Stupendous Man, The Judge, The Jury, and The Exegutter, The Man Who Stared at Goatsy as Part of a Game of Chicken But Are Done Now Because One of Them Climaxed, Good, Two-Time, <laughs> Two-Time, <laughs> World Heavyweight Champion, Thunder God, Matthew J, and a Super <laughs> Duper Ultra Mega Special Thanks to our Bulgate Beneficiaries, Advent Dawn, Candy File Carlson, Cranky Pants McCumbucket, Evan Baumel, Fizz, put Dr. Martin sending Rose an AIM message that says, Hey, BB, oh ASL, God. and Stevo's butt, you cowards. <laughs> Scat Bukake. Oh my no. God. No. Stevo's furry Italian accent. Chocolate Necco wafer flavored chewwooing gum, <laughs> Pepsi, and Mrs. Brisby's boobus are S tier. Fight me. There are times when I want to ban the names of some of these people. <laughs> this is not one of those times. No, <laughs> it's hard for us to ban it when we can't even fucking access the Patreon. Yeah, exactly. And Sunny for the win. Now, how wrong did you get the candy tier listing? Well, I've got, uh, you know, I've got a preliminary analysis of a lot of these candies. A lot of the shit that's in C tier is in C tier because it's hard candy, and hard candy belongs in the fucking Stone Age. 